Meanwhile, at the Limbo Embassy in Manhattan, Scott and Jean visit Havoc for a lovely demon dinner. Krakoa is always open to you, Alex. I, look, if things don't work out, maybe we can even talk about you rejoining. Just the- Scott, Scott. <laughs> oh, Alex, what delicious. I mean to say, Jean, stop interrupting me. What I mean to say is, Alex, you always have a place on um, my team. Scott, Scott, yeah, team what? of when we play baseball. You know that thing that X Men do. Can what? you come over here? It's, sorry, sorry. This demon dinner is um, giving me the shits. Um, hold on. Can you can you, can you walk with me over here to the bathroom for a second? Are you okay? Yeah, um, Scott. Gene, you've never said the shits before. Scott, of course I don't have the shits. I've never had the shits. I have perfect bowels. I use my telekinesis to flow the poop through perfectly. Uh, Listen here. Ew. If you think I'm gonna fucking put up with fucking havoc, crazy oh ass havoc God. on a team, and then he's gonna what? And then, then oh, and then he's gonna fucking bring my doppelganger, my clone over for like little dinners. Thank God you've she's reconciled with her. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we've reconciled. It doesn't mean I want to fucking hang out with her. Yeah, so we yeah, we don't want to fucking kill each other. It doesn't mean I want to fucking hang out. He's my with her. brother, Gene. <laughs> of course. And <laughs> jerk off sign. He's your fucking brother. Well, guess what? She's my fucking clone, and I fucking hate her. And he's All right. fucking okay, fine, Looney fine, Tunes fine. crazy okay. town. Let's go back. We're making All a right. scene. Go back to the table. All right. Okay. Swear to God, Alex. All I'm saying is, if things don't work out here. Oh, I no. am your oh, brother. Oh, oh, oh no, the Phoenix, it's entering me. The Phoenix Gene, what Force is, it now? is back. Oh, Phoenix Force is back. Whoops. Uh-oh, Gene, what are we going to do? you are not turning into the Phoenix. Would you stop? Stop. <laughs> oh, whoops. He's dead. Gene. Oh, I'm not Gene. It's me, Madeline Pryor. I'm the Goblin Queen. Gene. Gene. You are not Madeline. I am Madeline. Oh, shit. I was standing right there in the corner that entire time. Oh, my God. But you have to say, my impression of you was spot on. Get out. (laughs) All right. Bye. Sorry about your boyfriend. There's no resurrection. Bye. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 270 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. That is Evil Jeff. I am Brett. Hi, Brett. I mean, hi, Evil. (laughs) Hi, hi, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil Jeff. How's Hi, Evil going? Jeff. No, I mean that. I mean that. Hi, Evil Jeff. It's going good. How are you? I'm great. Yeah. We, I feel like this show, this episode is going to be purely us. The the pure dichotomy that is us. It's going to be X-Men and it's going to be gay. Faggotry. That's just really our brain hemispheres. Yes. One exactly. is One half is X-Men, one half is gay. Yeah, and so we're going to talk about some X-Men stuff, and then we're going to talk about some gay stuff. It's going to be fun. I think so. Let's talk about those X-Men now. Hit the music! I was reading X-Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. Woo! We have a lot of X-Books just came out. There's so many. We have been inundated. I'm like, ugh, X-Men keeps spraying 
me in the face. It's like a fire hose. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, a fire hose. That's what you were. That's oh yeah. That's what I was thinking of. What did you think I meant? I thought she meant a big old dick coming. <laughs> I did. All right. Well, we have uh, Marvel Voices X Men. We have Dark X Men. We have that. We have yes, Alpha we have Flight. That. We have Uncanny we have Avengers. We have X Men Red. Well, I think we it's time. That. Let's let's go and in order. And we have order. Ghost Rider. You didn't read it. Well, let's. Uh, I was about to say let's go in order of worst to best. So let's worst to uh, best. Yeah, let's uh, talk about Ghost Rider then, huh? I didn't. Okay, read it. it was the best book of the week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I will cut to the chase. chase. It's Weapon Plus. Okay. Weapon Weapon Plus has the kid now with the demon in him. He's an adult. Or Weapon Plus weaponized him when he was a kid. We don't know. I'm sorry. I don't we know, just know if you know heard my Plus. reaction. <sighs> Listen, I have never been a Weapon X guy. I'm hardly either. a guy. The only thing I liked was the Grant Morrison one, the weapon. Exactly. One, Grant two, Morrison three. Weapon Plus, when he was like, it's not an X, it's a 10, and it was the 10th round in Weapon I like Plus. Some I was like, X. oh, suddenly I'm interested. Is that what his name I, is? Yeah. Yeah. I like some Stepford Cuckoos. Mm hmm. Weapon 14. Yeah, I like individual weapons, but the whole. The whole of the Weapon X program, especially where there's also a Weapon H. Department and then H, there's, there's Department H, and then there's all these other, there's all of this other, it's like too many people doing the same oh, thing. I know. We well, now they have that demon kid. Ugh, who gives a shit? Millions uh, also, of Benjamin what a horrible Percy power. Fans. My power is I can call up a demon and turn a bunch of people into a, co- a flesh column. I would have it's a stupid power. <laughs> it's a stupid my power. My question, my question is: before you judge the flesh column, can you fuck it? That's too big. That's not fun anymore. Okay. Maybe if he miniaturized it. Like if there's a hole, is there a hole in it? Yeah. Yeah. Can I fuck that's, it? <laughs> that's my question. Can I fuck it? Okay. What's next? What? Uh, I, I honestly. Uh, I thought they were all fine. Uh, but Marvel voices had a, had some like. You know, who cares? I mean, you know, these anthology books always have one or two where you're like, yawn, so, don't care. Skip over the Jubilee one. Hello. The Jubilee one. I did not even remember any of Skip that. Skip over it. It's Greg Pak. Well, yeah, but it was also like, it was talking about her aunt who was like an arms dealer. And then it was. Uh, yeah. And then she was, she's friends with, uh, with what's her nuts. Uh, what's that? Who's the the oh Lady Deathstrike? Lady Deathstrike, and I'm like, yeah, I missed that. Sorry, missed that. But then again, there's a lot of X characters to keep track of. They're not always on camera, but they're still doing stuff. Yeah, and then there was a lot of gay shit. Well, here's the thing. Do you know what the concept of this book is? X Marvel Voices, because I'm like, Marvel Voices to me has always been. Uh, representation of a specific group. So it's of, now of just the representation, group. the representation is, within X-Men. This is writers who, over the course of the X-Men, connected to the book and saw themselves reflected in X-Men where they did not see themselves reflected anywhere else. What a lovely concept. All right. Well, next they're doing an... Uh, so anyway, this They're first doing piece a Marvel of shit Voices story. Avengers. So I'm like, good luck with that. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a bunch of Republicans. Yeah, that one? <laughs> a bunch of squares. Oh my god, that would be great. Um, America. 
Well, what's, uh, for me, there was only one that really like stood out to me that I really liked, which was the Iceman Storm. Oh, I've got a different one. But yes, so Jay Jordan, yeah. stand-up comedian Jay Jordan wrote the Iceman Storm one. Yeah, which has one of the most iconic lines. Iconic. Um, which He's is, like, it's like, oh yeah, um, it's like, well, one of us is a gay icon and Storm's like, and the other one is you. <laughs> And then, and then it cuts to her telling the story. She's like, and then I said, and the other one was you. <laughs> I mean, Jay Jordan knew that that was an iconic line. Yeah, that was um, great. How about where she is when she's laughing about the line that she used? Is she at a specific, you, she was at a gay bar, right? She's at Big Daddy Duke's Madripoor. She's at Blob's Gay Bar in Madripoor. Hello. Ooh. Blob, we'll talk about him in a little is bit. Is Blob gay now? Wasn't he into Psylocke for a hot second? Yeah, but I I I heard this from your boss, Trixie Mattel, recently. I assume everyone is bi unless I know differently. Blob. So I'm assuming Fred Dukes is... Pick a fold and fuck it. That's right. Can you fuck it? Can though? you lift it, though? That's the worst thing where it's like, hey, can you move over? And he's like, no, you can't do anything about it. <laughs> I love that, actually. I wonder, does that work with all of his body parts? Like, if he puts his dick in you, can you not get it out if you don't want it anymore? I mean, nothing can move the blob. Yeah, but you uh, can you, move you can, off You of can it. move yourself off the blob. <laughs> That's nothing why, moves don't off do the blob. Missionary, don't do missionary. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I gave vampire there just now. <laughs> I'm the blob, blob, oh, blob. Oh, I sounded like Madeline Pryor. Um, anyway, that was uh, Anyway, it's fun. fun. That was but fun. But you know what? It Don't was good. Tell me. It was I'll great. tell you this. And if I you're met... going to say you like this other one, which I thought I would love, but I did not like it. Oh, the Gene and Emma one? No, that's not what I'm talking about. The Gene about. and the Emma one, disappointment. I mean, it was, I mean, it was fluff. You know, it was fluff, but it they didn't talk about anything. Anything like, substantial. interesting? Yeah, no, fluff. It was, just, it was an improv scene where they were talking about what they were doing. It was written like, by okay. AI. No, it wasn't. AI does not empathize with the X Men. No, the best one was the Kobach Solemn one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was pretty good. That one was pretty good. That one was great. I went back and I was like, who the fuck wrote this? This feels like canon. Wouldn't you know? Al Ewing. Oh, right. Al Ewing himself, themselves, I don't know what their pronouns are. However, Al has recently come out as bisexual. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. Everybody's bi. And especially Solemn and especially Bracken, the husband of that hell bride we met so many months ago in X-Force mm-hmm. or Wolverine. I'm sorry. The, did, did the they husband say, did that they, he slept with. Did they say the reason that he killed him was because they fucked and he was jealous about, or was that just brought up? Cause we knew that he was in that jail. Like, yeah, yeah. No, and he, he knew just, it was like, because he, was he like, killed her lover. But did yeah. we know that they were fucking too, or did we just assume? No, it? we did know they were fucking oh, we too. Did. Okay, but we okay. didn't know. We didn't know that Bracken, the guy who he's fucking, and War, one of Apocalypse's kids, are fucking homophobic. Yeah. Nasty yeah. biphobes. Yeah. Fucking War. Pan-phobes. She goes, ugh. She goes, ugh, look at him. Look at him. What? Genesis, come get your fucking kid. Yeah. Well, it looked Ew. like they just hated all sorts of debauchery. All degenerates. Yeah. Because you are one. Yeah. Bracken. 
Anyway, yeah, it's just so Kobach, sorry, Miss. Just because you have a firehead and nobody wants to touch you in an orgy doesn't mean you have to like slam it for the rest of us. You don't have to be bitch. mad about it, yeah. right? Anyway, Kobach and Solemn winds up fucking themselves. Which for me, Kobach, the spikes all over the spine, a big, huge snout with huge fangs. No. I'm into sorry. it. Oh, Solemn. Sorry. I thought you are going a different direction. Solemn, yeah. No, him, no. I don't like someone that looks um, like a dog. Well, you no, were, I know. Were you I know. into the they gave him, from Beauty they and gave the Beast They gave him some too. cakes. No, not at all. They gave him some cakes, though, Kobach. Sure. Who's the Listen. person Who's the person whose big dick showed up in the hot tub? Kobach. That's him, too. So we know he has yeah. a big dick. Yeah. So, so now, right. are you singing a different tune? No, I know. I'm. I have slept with someone because I didn't think they were that attractive, but they had a big dick. I've done that before. I Most can't. Gay I'm men. sorry. I have, but but they were still uh, work. It could work around it. I can't work with a with a with a. You can't work a, with a horse a, face, a horse like face, this, a dog because face. I need you to be able it. to kiss. Like yeah. you can't do it, right? What are you doing here? Anyway. Kobach, I have another question. Okay. So everyone who sits on the Great Ring, right? They're all Omega mutants, right? Yeah. What the fuck is Omega level Spikes? But is Spikes his only power? Well, evidently, Bonin is his other power. He's like, what does he say? You have, I'm more than just Spikes. You have no idea what I can do, baby. But what? But there's no, there's no upper limit to how many Spikes he can produce. He could fill the galaxy with Spikes. I mean, that's the thing is technically if egg, uh, gold balls, if he could just, he could drown us in eggs. If he could not stop, like if there was no limit to how many eggs he could do, that could make him Omega level. Right. Yeah. Um, fun fact, I went to a brunch restaurant on the Jersey Shore this weekend, and I cannot believe I've never seen this on a menu before. Over the omelets, it said, um, uh, let you decide. Oh, my God. And I was like, where does this place get off with this brilliant wordplay? Anyway. Marvel oh, Voices. God. I, too saw myself reflected in the X-Men and that's why you're listening to this garbage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What are we going to talk about next? Why don't we talk about those uncanny Avengers? I'm in agreement that that was the next worst one. Okay. For me, it's the art. Yeah. I mean, not to be a bit like me. And this is the thing. No. Remember, we we just give our opinion, and and our opinion is worth jack squat. So you know, don't- it's not worth the paper it's printed on. <laughs> exactly. But for me, sometimes the art, when the faces aren't drawn well, and it can't, uh, sometimes the faces aren't able to convey the the what it needs to convey for me, and it wasn't doing it for exactly. Me. Um, um, the let me tell you, the t- obviously like the A list talent at Marvel. They're doing something else. They're all working on. You, there's big things coming because all the like, all the artists, I feel like, are not working on these books. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, Uncanny Avengers. It also. It just apparently. I guess there's some weird things about. What is the real rule about if we see a mutant? on earth we will kill humans because a lot of mutants are just like right. well here i am and then right. so how does that work 
Right. And then other people like, like Emma's like, I can't show my face because they'll kill a mutant. Well, Psylocke and. Uh, oh, I don't think that's why. I think they just don't want anyone to, to know where she is. I think I think she's in hiding for her own no, safety. No, true. But they've been mentioning like. Sure. They've I mean, still mentioning like like the fact that, that we, that's why they're in hiding. We kept track. Oh, that's true. I, who knows how it works? Who knows how fascism works? Like, this is these are the flaws of fascism. Make it make like sense. Sands through the hourglass. But apparently, uh, Mo- Penance and Psylocke are going around just killing Orcus people. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold oh, up. They op- doesn't it open with Stasis and Modok? Oh yeah, they is that them in the past getting the guy who's going to be Krakoa? Captain Hell yeah. Krakoa. Do you know who it is now? Because they still no. But show. I have a really solid theory. Okay, who, who, who? Are you familiar with the insane Captain America from the 1950s? U.S. agent? No. There was a guy. His name was William Burnside, I believe. It's definitely something Burnside. Where when Steve Rogers went under the ice, they hired this dude like in the 50s to be the new Captain America. And you know how like the 50s were like fascist state awful? Well, he reflected that. And so... He wound up going insane, like killing a bunch of people. Like he, he's come back since. Uh, he came back as a different. I think he's come back in a different identity. I don't remember, but he. I think this is the insane, corrupt, murderous Captain America from the 1950s, who keeps getting resurrected here and there. Does since. he have Captain America powers? Yes. Okay. He got the powers of Steve Rogers, but it drove him crazy. Yeah, mad. Yeah. Matt is a hatter, this guy. That's who I think it is. Someone else said Baron Von Strucker, and that's why he went and got Fenris, because those are his kids. But he references, Captain Krakoa references Baron Von Strucker and was like, your father was a great man. So that's weird. I mean, you might as well get a Nazi. I mean. Get a Nazi. You're, You're Nazis, so get a Nazi. Like a. Good old-fashioned 1950s, right out of World War II, Nazi. The kind of Nazi they used to make. Yeah. Not like the weird Nazis they make today. But back, back to uh, Uncanny Avengers. It's uh, Rogue, Captain America, Deadpool. They recruit Penance and, uh, and uh, Psylocke. Psylocke. Oh, and Quicksilver. And I do feel they need another Avenger. I feel Quicksilver is too close to the X-Men. It's a little, yeah, I mean, Deadpool. It's, like, it's, it's, a, a, little, it's, a, little, it's a little X-Men heavy, which yeah, I think is the I, point, though. Well, I know, but I would like another Avenger in there. Like, we used to have Janet Van Dyne. Yeah, you know, give me a like, Janet Van Dyne, although she's got a new book coming out that looks very good. What's it called? She's got a new detective agency book coming out. Oh, it looks like her and Vision are detectives. I need her and Havoc to have some resolution too. I need ha- Havoc. We'll talk about Dark X-Men soon. Um, so anyway, uh, basically they all get together and I don't know what what else. What was the big I can't So they even... save mutants, they save mutants from having to be, you know, um taken have their powers taken away or sent. Well, they can't get sent anywhere anymore, I don't think. Um so basically, people are being rounded up. It's fucking fascism. Mutants are being yeah. rounded up. They save the mutants. And then they meet up with 
Well, then we cut to Captain Krakoa and his team of Wildside and the Blob, and everyone's like, "What the fuck, Blob?" In the when the preview art came out, people were like, "Wait, is that the Blob with?" But they all think Captain it's Krakoa? Cyclops. They think so. Poor they're tricking Fred them. Dukes. Thinks it's fucking Cyclops. Yeah. Blob. So they're being duped. So it's also like, but you're stupid. But he's stupid. <laughs> so then they meet with the other Resistance factions. In the sewer, you've got them meeting with Mr. Kitty, and Mrs. Emma Frost, Rasputin, and then the Tony X-Men. Stark. Yeah. One thing I noticed is when Kitty introduces Rasputin to Cap to everyone to Captain America, she says, um, "I thought it was time you met Rasputin. She'll be leading the assault on Nimrod, so that's coming." Oh, cool. And then they threw in here again. Uh, uh, Ms. Marvel was like, she knows the future, but she won't tell me. There is some big thing of like her place in the mutantdom that's coming. Yeah, I think it has something to it. do with whatever her, whatever they decide to develop her secondary mutation, which you were saying is probably just her movie. Her the MCU. TV show yeah, her hard light. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to give Ms. Marvel a team of her own to lead. Like a team of mutants, or like, yeah, I. But I know what I, I see? That's the one thing I miss. That now that there isn't a Krakoa, this reminds me of like a very like, like when Kitty Pride was forced to go to the New Mutants, like the idea of yeah. Ms. Marvel being like, yeah. here, play, now come with all these youngsters, and she's like, what the fuck are you? T- I f- no, no, fuck you. <laughs> like I need something. I want to see some. I'm shit here like with that. this big metal bitch. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. my that's my peer. <laughs> Um, so anyway, the the new Mutant Liberation Front, like Freddie Dukes, there's your first clue that you're on the bad team. You're called the Mutant Liberation Front. Yeah. You're on a team with Fenris, my boy. Yeah. That's why I feel like, is he that stupid? Like, it's just, come on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then Captain Krakoa breaks Captain America's arm. Yeah. That's why I think he's the other cap. Yeah. All right. And that was that. Now let's. And that was that. Now let's talk about what is next on your list of I, worst to best. You know what i I think there's too many joyful moments in Dark X Men, so I don't want anyone to think like I did not like this book. But I think Alpha Flight next. See, I would flip it because I just really did not like the art in Dark X Men, and it took me out of it. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. But I mean, it, there were. A lot of fun moments, especially there were, there were. in the backstory of but, the yeah, formation. Okay, well, let's talk about out. Al- we can talk about Alpha Flight then. Okay, which I really liked. Really liked. What a really nice surprise. I don't think the twists are over yet, but I would call this like a reverse Thunderbolts. Yes, you see the non mutants of Alpha Flight. We have Guardian. Whatever happened to Heather? Is she dead? I have no idea. Uh. Because he was dead, and now he's alive, and then she oh, used these to be Hudsons. Guardian. The Hudsons, Heather Hudson. Um, anyway, oh, they should make Jennifer Hudson a Guardian. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. But anyway, we've got Guardian, we've got uh, Shaman, we've got Snowbird, we've got Puck. These non-mutant members of Alpha Flight, I don't know where Sasquatch is. Um, but they basically joined up with Canada and Canada is going along with the United States and they're like, yeah, let's round up all the mutants and get rid of them. 
which is insane. And not only that, but Box, and I had to relook it up because I read all of Alpha Flight, but yeah. I reread it like when I first joined CBQ and I was like, I need to brush up on things. And I reread through Alpha Flight. So this is like 2008. So I had to re-remember that there was Box because they were mentioning Box. And I'm like, wait, isn't Madison Jeffrey's Box? And then I was like, oh. That's what I thought too. And I had to look it up. I had, yeah. And you were like, oh, that's right. There was this old guy Box and then he was Madison briefly Jeffrey's. Box later came along after he was and then Madison Jeffries and him ended up like he ended up killing him. Anyway, this other guy boxes his his name is B-A-C-H-S. B-O-C-H-S. <laughs> B-O-C-H-S, whatever. It's even more like box. But uh his son is remaking his own Sentinels, which are similar to the box kind of robot. So if you go back to early Alpha Flight history, this son is was a he's the reason the original I think Roger Box got into cybernetics in the first place was to give his kid legs. Yeah. And then he was like, "Oh, I'm good at cybernetics. I'll make a big robot that I can control." And name him Box with an X, not a CHS. Yeah. And so and in addition to that, they also brought back um Another old side character from Alpha Flight, which I can't remember his name, the guy that was like hiding out undercover. What was his name? Do you remember? Oh, wait, the guy that they're like trying to save? No, the one in California. Remember, there's a dude in California, and they're like, "It turns out you're a mutant." And he's like, "No!" And then oh, the like, guy that like has the big thing form around him, and he jumps out the skyscraper. Yes, he is also an Alpha Flight character from the early feedback. Of feedback, feedback. My one of my favorite Janet Jackson songs. Um, he oh, also this is Alpha also- Flight's about Janet Jackson. If you <laughs> have another hour, I'll explain. Everywhere I go. Um, it's uh, but anyway, he's an old Alpha Flight character, and I didn't realize he was also in the Marauders, one of the Marauders issues, as a oh, dead person. So I think they're kind of interesting. So apparently, uh, they were like going to try and save him, but he was already dead, and there was like a skull. Well, apparently, it wasn't him, or they resurrected him. Who knows. But anyway, but I probably not because he says he's been he never went to Krakoa. He's been trying to live undercover and he had a wife and child. And it turns out the fucking wife and child like turned him in, like uh, basically gave him. So he's fascism, gonna, Canada. Yeah, so he's going to probably have to hook back up with with uh, Alpha Flight. Yeah. It feels like they're building like a big extended. Yeah. Like everybody. It's like the Krakoa of Alpha Flight. Like everyone. And then meanwhile, then they go and try to bring in some mutants. Like there was a mutant that's like, I just want to be left alone. But guess what? Here comes North Star and Aurora and Dakin, because Dakin's yep. fucking Aurora. And they have a big battle. And the head Wait, of yeah. it's not only that, it's not only that Dakin's fucking Aurora, it's also like Wolverine is a big part of Alpha Flight yes, as well. So it's yes. so great to have like a Wolverine stand-in. Yes. Yeah, because Puck was like, I'll hold my punches if it wasn't for your father. And they have a huge battle. The X-Men win. Alpha Flight gets their ass handed to them. But then when we see, we go to the the headquarters of the X-Men, in walks Alpha Flight. And they're Boom. like, hey, chums. Boom. Hey, chums. Alpha, the, Boom. the non-mutant Alpha Flight 
they're not on the side of kicking mutants out. They're on the side of the mutants. But I will, however, yeah, okay, go ahead. What what were you gonna say? I no, I think you were. Are you still? I was gonna give a theory later on, but if you, you, you I'm go gonna give this. a theory too. Go ahead. I don't tr- I don't trust this James Hudson. I don't either. I felt like, and they've because he was kind of not on our side early on. Yeah, but yeah, was that all? But was that all fake? Was that part of the was fake it? out? I don't know. Which I, I still need to agent. know. Where's Heather Hudson? And here's the other thing: is, Where's Shelly Miskovich? Where's <laughs> Where is the real the 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 real box? We last saw him as like he basically doesn't have a body anymore. He's just a you, ship. Oh, Madison Jeffries, yeah. Where is the, all of the Sabretooth and the Exiles? I need to get Madison Jeffries involved in this too. There's a big Wolverine. So after Ghost Rider, it's going to be the Sabretooth Wars. It's going to be a big Wolverine versus Sabretooth thing. Oh, is that for real coming? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. All right, anyway. Um and where is North Star's um, AIDS baby? Oh, didn't you hear? No. Cured. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Um, anyway, I like it. But I also love all these characters, so. Yeah. I just but want Matt Jeffries like, to show up. Admittedly, you open an alpha flight, number one. You're like, my expectations, Are they're low. not high. Yeah. But it was great. All right. Well, let's talk about some Dark X-Men then. Dark X-Men. Did, this feels like an epic book. There was so much packed in to this one issue. Yeah. Although, Two stories. I'm just going to say this. I do not like Maggot as a character. You know, I don't like his powers. I don't that's, like your ta- that's your chief takeaway is you don't like Maggot? I don't want him All the in anything. That- I don't want him in anything. What's wrong with you? You don't like Eenie and Meanie? No. I think he's stupid. Oh, you're a Meanie. Also, he started in that awful, like the worst time. Marrow and Cecilia. It's like the worst time of the X-Men is when he was created. Why don't you fucking just put Stacey X on the goddamn team? Listen, did you ever listen to the Cerebro podcast episode about Stacey X? <laughs> no. It made, it, it made me like her. It oh. made me love her. <laughs> um, okay, um, so Dark X-Men. So first of all, Havoc's going to die at some point, right? Because Madeline has this vision well, of death. Isn't he kind of his... dead? Isn't he kind of dead at the end of this? Oh, yeah. Kind of. I mean, they still have him. She he could do something. stabbed in the fucking neck. It's Madeline. She's magic. You have to believe we are magic. We are magic. Well, basically, Madeline. I have to Madeline... think that that's Madeline Pryor's favorite song. Yeah. Madeline. She likes Australia. Yeah, Madeline has her embassy, but she's also busy just battling demons over the territories of Limbo. And she's Havoc also busy is like being her like, little bitch. Oh God, he's such a bitch. And it goes, it gets worse and worse as this issue goes on. She is like WWJD, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. What would Jean do? She's wearing Madeline's walking around with her WWJD bracelet. Yeah. Also, this is like the school, the place for the goth kids, her limbo embassy. Because they're also saving mutants, but they're saving the mutants that are like gross and awful. And we see it's connected to uh, Marvel uh, Voices Pride Pride. gimmick 
um, was who, who apparently turns out gimmick is on a team with the guy you brought up last week, uh, man, Kafka, Kafka, and Spectre from the old uh, New X Men, New Mutants. Who is uh, now fucking fucking Gray Malkin, which Hello. because he can create a shadow, so he can create a shadow, wrap it around Gray Malkin, and make him invincible. Nice. I mean, that's a circuit party when those two show up. Anyway, gimmick is like having trouble, uh, you know, fitting in and being good on the team. So they go out, try to bring in Bug Girl and Snot Nose or whatever their names are. Infestation and snot, two mutants I never want to see again. And they basically decide to run into the embassy. Um, and Infestation is in Dark X-Men asking Zero to, Ugh, leave her alone. Yeah. And we see a bunch of different characters that have shown up and decided to come here. And we end up, Gimmick ends up being uh, saved by these dark X-Men. Um, and in that saving, they release the Wolverine. There was that old episode of Albert issue where they were like, hey, do, what, what do we do with all those dead Wolverines that we had to resurrect? Did they take any of them? Yes. No, no. Oh, it's not what that is? No, this is Albert of LCD and Albert. Very old supporting Wolverine characters. Oh. Um, he's looking, he's saying something about like LC or like girl they oh, said well, something about he, he was well, with a girl robot. From? What is that from? You never heard of LCD and Albert? Look it up. Do some research. Or you could just fucking tell me, bitch. Oh, because I clearly don't know that much. And also, I just did. But is he a <laughs> separate person? Is he a clone? Is yeah. he not Wolverine? Oh, He's an android version of Wolverine. Oh, okay. Well, let's just that, say this. I couldn't give two shits. Don't give me an android yeah. version of Wolverine. Stop it. But like when he stabs Archangel, he's going L L L C. That's like the little girl android that he would walk the earth with. Also, gimmick, you're saved by Gambit. And you don't have a reaction? Yeah. Like that's your that's who you dress up as. Like I can't believe she wasn't like, oh my God, Gambit. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. But for me, this is all just about Havoc, just like not knowing who he is, not knowing what to do, yeah. not knowing what's going on. And him just being like, well, I guess I'll just like, but Maddie needs me, which she doesn't, <sighs> she doesn't really. No, she's using you. But he just is like, I'll just be here to be your dick, basically. And I kind of he, love it. He gets stabbed through the neck by Albert. Yeah. And then Maddie screams. She like kills everybody. She goes, this is her response. She goes, you stupid, stupid man, our grand debut and you've ruined it. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's why I wanted to do this book after Alpha Blade. <laughs> you ruined it. Oh, Maddie. And then, but then there's a time slip. We see that Orcus has Archangel, but then they also have the, the, the right and true Goblin Queen, like locked in a cage. And it's like some demonic version of Madeline licking the glass. 
What which, is that from? Is that like from the Limbo time? I have time? no idea what this like is. Like the different times in Limbo that was like in the New right. Mutants. Right, because that doesn't that thing behind her look like like when she turned to Nightcrawler that one time? Yeah. It's also What was that in? I can't remember, but it's also similar to how there was a dark child and I- Ileana, where it's yeah. like they took the part of the soul. Oh my god. So it might totally. be the same thing with her. She's giving dark child. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's Then we have the backup yeah. story, which is like exposition of like how all these people got together in the first place. But it's mostly just Havoc being like, Hey honey, oh, can you Havoc's stop chopping nuts. people up? And like, yeah, I want more I need more of this insanity of Havoc. This like insanely dysfunctional codependent. What Havoc was the first needed? thing that led him to uh uh what was his what what was the great what was the one with Sinister and Axis. Psylocke? No, no, Sinister and Psylocke. What was that group? Um, Hellions. Hellions. Oh, was it was it Axis? Is that what messed him up when he turned evil? From I mean, Axis? he did he did Axis, and then he did like he was the villain with. <sighs> but what did he do? Didn't he do something that got him put on the Hellions? Well. Didn't because like, of his villainy, because of his villainy in X Men Blue, when he did that whole Mother Vine shit with Emma, and oh we were like, right. "What the fuck is happening?" But didn't he blow the, something up or do something really bad? And they're like, "Okay, you need to like." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucks. Yeah, in the beginning of Hellions. Yeah, he's uh, he's going through it, and that's why I still feel like the one thing that's missing is is Janet. I want all of his exes. I want Polaris. Yeah, I want Janet. I want all of them there to be like, what the fuck is going on with you? I'm here for it. Anyway, so that's one's it. interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. But let's get to the real meat. Oh yeah, of the meat, the good shit. X Men Red. X Men Red by Al Ewing. It's amazing. Woo. Love it. It's incredible. I mean, what this? So this is the Genesis War on Araco, Civil War on Araco. The people who believe in Storm versus the people who are pretty much brainwashed by Genesis. Yeah. And there are some moments in this book. Lay it on me. Let's talk about them. Number one, Storm's outfit. I could gag. No, we start. So we start like, I think they somehow say like Genesis sort of revitalizes um, a Korra. No, um, like not not Krakoa, but the other one, Arako. Yeah, she's like, kind of been dormant. Like, he like wakes yeah, her up. Yeah, a little up. dormant. Yeah, because we don't have Red Root here. So Genesis. Although apparently we, that's coming on uh, X-Men Unlimited. Yes, with Sunfire. Yeah. Very exciting. So she basically is now one with Arako herself. So that's bad. And then we kind of check in with sort of like what's happening out there in the world or with other characters because this war is coming to a head. So you've got Lactuka who's like, yeah, I teleported the other people away. So what? What are you going to do about it? It doesn't matter anyway. The sun will rise. The sun will set. Who cares? Yeah. You got Craig Marshall, who's like, maybe I should email Peter Corbeau back. Yeah, maybe I should get the fuck off of this uh, <laughs> And planet. he's taking Lulu, Lulu with him. Yeah. Then you got the Fisher King, who's like, ooh, Sabunar's fish are like weak and suicidal, just like Sabunar. Oof. 
I have a question real quick. Yeah. Going back to Marshall. What's his yeah. full name again? Craig. Um, do you think he, first of all, do you think he, do you think him and Storm have fucked yet? Yeah, okay. for sure. Um, second question. Wasn't there something in the sins of sinister where one of his, one of his kids were, was that's a character who I, later? that's who I just referenced Lulu, Lulu and she, so but it's that, the okay, girl okay. on his, what left. was her powers again in that super speed, super speed. Okay. All right. That's all I needed to know. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Her, I think her name was quick. She called herself quick. All right. Um, you got artists who are being brainwashed. You got Cree and Skrull who were like, Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if I like you anymore. Yeah. And then you've got the beautiful <laughs> Kobak who I would make out with and Logos Lodos, who I would also make out with in a fight because Logos Lodos saved him after he was challenged. Yeah. And he's like, I care for you. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want you to he's die. He's like, why did you do that? Why did you insult me like that? He's like, I didn't he insult you. I didn't want you to, to die. Fuck. So this faggotry giant, this is the faggotry. On and he's planet. like, you just fucked Solemn. And now you're in love with this dude too. What is happening? Well, we don't know if, if he's if reciprocates his feelings, but yeah, everyone's digmatized. Oh, I think, I think we do. Yeah. Does he do something? And then like, do they, fuck? there's flirtation. Okay. Does he stick it in them? Do they have a panel with that of like full penetration? They're being coy. They're being coy, <laughs> but spiritually. Um, and then speaking of faggotry, um, my husband's dead. Bobby Roberto DaCosta comes in. Yeah, he's like Sam, but Sam, but Sam. They're like he's like he's Sam's not dead, Sam's gay, dead. and he's like Sam, 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 Sam. And they're like he's he has a kid. He's gay. married to a woman. Sam, 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 Sam. Yes, yeah, Roberto's the one that kind of reveals the whole Hellfire Gala debacle. And Storm's like, what? <laughs> she's like- And she's like, oh, Xavier did what? Well, fuck? of course, because, you know, he can't fucking handle it. So one thing about Sam and Dazzler being dead, like where, where did we land? I know Sam is not an external- so how was his resurrection explained that time when Sauron killed him? Wait, what do you mean? When? Oof. Long time ago, Sauron kills Cannonball. Oh, this in the like X-Force. The in X-Force. Yeah. I and feel like they just pretended that never happened. I don't think it ever came back up. I feel like it was addressed like, no, no, here's what. I, I feel like it was, but I don't but know. But like thrown away of like, it wasn't anything big. But Dazzler... Dazzler. coming back. She is coming back because she doesn't need fucking resurrection. So let's bring that shit back right now. If I open a comic book and it's pieces of Dazzler reforming back together Thank like a you. vampire in some vampire movie, uh huh. You'll you'll hear me scream from across the country. Yeah, yeah. Because it needs to happen. She's not being like slurp, dead. slurp. Yeah, yeah. So one thing, Bobby is like. I was doing biz. I wasn't there, but I was on earth. I was doing business on earth. Very secret business. Don't ask me what. What do you so think I'm it like, was? What? what do you think I it don't was? know. Okay. I don't know. But I think that's important. It's probably with a prostitute that looked oh. dressed up as- We prefer sex worker. Dressed up as cannonball. Yeah. Uh, a sex worker dressed up as um, cannonball. So let's play a game. Yes. Can you call out the mistake, the art mistake in this, in this issue? No, what? It's happening sometime around this scene. 
It's happening during this scene. Well, just tell me. What is it? Xylo. What? Xylo. That that thing that that's made of like worms. Yeah. Oh, is he in and the wrong got, form? Is he in the full form? Yeah. Oh, he's that's not right. in his Yeah. Is, they drew him like so the artist, I was like, what does Xylo look like? I don't know. And then just drew Xylo. And it's yeah, like, yeah. Xylo. Oh, Xylo is. And then after it kind of fucks up. It fucks Uranus, up the ending. After Uranus. After Uranus. He's like one. He's like 12% of what he used to be. Yeah. Well, maybe the and months so, during the war, he grew back. No, because that fucks up the ending. Because that's what the ending is. When we get there. Wait, give me that. Okay. What's the ending? Well, let's keep talking about the issue. Okay. So they go to yet? battle. No, not yet. Because they go to battle and then like grotesque cannonball <laughs> shows up. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, oh that's right. And then <laughs> Iska the Unbeatable just like shoot, finds like the one little through spot. Through the mouth. Through the mouth. But I mean, like, can we rub this in Bobby? In the, why do I keep calling him Bobby? That's horrible. Um, in Sunspot's face because you've got this like fucking dude who's like, I'm fully invulnerable while I'm blasting. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You know what? I'm fully invulnerable when I'm blasting too. Ain't nobody can farts. Stop me. <laughs> and then Aurora, you know, nobody can stop Aurora Monroe either, especially when she shows up in Magneto's cape. Yeah. This bitch, she knows that fashion sends a message. Mm-hmm. You know who else knew that? Who? Melania Trump when she wore that I don't care do you jacket. <laughs> right. So then, you know, battle's over, we win. We won the battle, not the war. Another faggot, Iron Fire. <laughs> He's just being a faggot. He's being a moody faggot. Yeah. Storm's like, did you not see my cape? And then Fisher King walks in, having merged with Xylo. And that's why. Oh, that's okay. I don't know. That's what you were talking about. I was so confused. I'm like, does he have powers after all? That's Xylo because we we know that Xylo wanted to merge with somebody because that's what Xylo did with Cable in Sins of Sinister. Right. He became Cable's arm. So in this actual reality, he does not merge with Cable. He merges with Fisher I was King. so confused because I was like, does the Fisher King doesn't have powers. Does this mean he's secretly? I thought they were doing a reveal that he secretly had powers. No, he's 88% Fisher right, King, 12% Xylo I have tried to read comments to figure out what ha- really happened, but you figured it yeah. out for me. Thank you. You're welcome. And so I feel like this is a very powerful being. You know, like. I just feel like this is a very powerful being. I think these are this is the right two to combine. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, he doesn't have powers. He needs something. And he's but he's yeah. smart. And now he knows uh, um Arako's living history. Yeah. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Xylo. Xylo, he is they are the recipient of our get it girl. Award of the week. <laughs> and speaking of get it, girl, <laughs> uh, we should talk about some faggot stuff that we watched. Let's talk about faggot stuff. All right. Hit the music. Ooh, that's faggy. That was faggy. 
Okay. Um, we watched some gay stuff. There's some gay stuff going on. I tried to get Brett to watch a new gay thing and he didn't because he hates me. You know, like, no, it's sometimes people text me stuff to watch. Like when I'm rolling my eyes on a zoom call and I'm like, all right, I'll watch it later. And then I forget. Did you even watch the trailer? No, I totally forgot. This is a tie. It happens all the time. People send me videos. I'm like, I can't watch it now. And then I forget. It's a tie BL called Only Friends. And this is not your typical BL. Usually the BLs, it's one couple and there may be a little side couple and it's very innocent and it's very like, you know, very like makes you feel good. And like, you know, every once in a while you get something a little more dramatic, kind of like Kim Porsche, where <gasps> it's- Kim Porsche is like one of my favorite TV shows know, of all time. Where it's sexy and it's like shoot em up and crazy. This one does not have the shoot em up, but this one has, it's called Only Friends. We are only friends. It's only friends. It's on YouTube. And I'm telling you right now, these people are fucking horn dogs. Oh yeah? Horn dogs. It's basically, and and usually a lot of these BLs start with straight people or one's gay and one's straight. One is discovering who they are. No, this is in a college and it's a group of gay friends. We've all been there if you came out by the time you were in college. But, you know, everyone has that little circle of gay friends in college. And this one, it's a lesbian and three gay guys. And the lesbian is kind of like, you know, she's the one that's just like, you know, everybody, let's all be happy. She's like the one that tries to like make peace. And then there's a guy named Mew, and he's the virgin. Like, he has the glasses, and he's a nerd. And then there's another dude who's the depressed drunk. He's the one who's always getting too drunk and vomiting everywhere. But he's rich. And then there's, what's always the other one? Then there's the whore. The whore. Yeah, the whore. And this actor, I, this is one of those actors, he's been doing BLs with this company since he was 17 years old. And now he's in his early 20s. And over the past year, I think he might have started doing steroids, but he's gotten jacked. And he's oh, really? really hot. And basically, these are, this is the friend group. And each of them has their own romance happening. And it's all different versions of only friends. So one guy, the nerd guy who's a virgin, there's a guy who's like another slut. And basically the two, this slut and then the other slut friends, they've fucked. But the other guy's like, oh, your friend's a virgin? I want to fuck the virgin. But the virgin is like, no, you have to win me over first. So it's like- That's the shit I can't stand. We can date, but we're not going to have sex. We can only kiss. So that's that first version of like only friends. We're not like boyfriends yet. Yeah. And uh, and the guy that's trying to fuck him, he's so fucking hot. Oh my God. Anyway- the second friend, the rich drunk friend, now that all of his friends are dating and fucking, he's lonely and no one wants to get drunk with them. So he's rich. He hires this, like the like the guitarist singer at one of the clubs. He runs into oh. him one night and he's just like, and he he basically catches him selling like like a moonshine. And he's like, I could call the police. He's like, or oh. you can come back to my place and uh, I'll pay you to hang out with me. So he starts paying him to be his friend. And then, of course, he's like, well, what else do you want me to do? And he's like, well, do you ever fuck a dude before? And he's like, sure, I've fucked dudes before. And he's like, well, do you want to fuck? I'll pay you. <laughs> so basically. Wow. And he's like, all right, um, but, you know, don't get feelings. 
So then there's that other relationship is a guy paying someone for sex, but they can't get feelings. And then the third one is the whore friend. And the whore friend, basically, he one day his phone breaks. So he goes to the store to like get his yeah. phone fixed. And when the guy is home, like like uh, after after work, the guy is like trying to like fix his phone. And this dude pulls up when he fixes his phone, all of the guy's nudes pop up. And so <gasps> the guy working in the store just starts jerking off to them. And oh there's my a, God. there's a great double thing of the guy jerking off to the porn while the guy whose pictures they are, him picking up another dude and butt fucking him. Oh, wow. So anyway, when he picks up the phone, <laughs> he picks up the phone and he hands the guy the phone and he like opens up the phone and the, and the, the screensaver is that guy naked. <laughs> uh, uh, and he's like, so uh, if your phone's broken, you know, uh, you can bring it back. And the guy basically is like, zoom oh. in for a and surprise. He's, and he's like, I think my phone's not working right now. And they start fucking right in the phone store. Oh, but basically they keep fucking. And the guy is like, I think I like you. And the other guy's like, no, I just have sex. No, we're, we're only fuck friends. buddies. We're just fuck buddies. We're only friends. So, and then it's like, it's two episodes and each episode there's like three sex scenes and it's, messy everybody's cheating on each other everybody's fucking around it's fine but what about the lesbian the lesbian just shows up and is like oh and i was like oh are there gonna be a romance no the second episode she's like oh this is my girlfriend hey and then they like walk away i'm like yeah they don't give she's like i am only a friend to these main (laughs) characters Yeah, but there's too well, much. That sounds great. I will definitely on. watch the trailer. Watch the trailer that I sent you. And you texted it to me. Yes, watch it. And I think if you watch it, you'll be like, I can. I think you and your okay. husband could enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, fun. Anyway, but there's other gay stuff that's happening. There's stuff in English that's been coming out that's gay. Incredible, incredible. Um, Heartstopper season two fart popper. is a thing. Yeah, fart popper season two. Season two came um, out. I get very into these stories. Yes. This one, it's just funny of the, I was like, oh, well now that they're together, can the chemistry really pull you through a second season if they're already together? Oh yes. For me. Yes. Because, because they're not really, that happened there's even though they're together they're both still fucked up charlie's not healed no so charlie is not healed from his the bullying uh that he was victim of in the beginning of season one and nick is not healed from his own self-loathing homophobia of like and then trying to come out he's still like struggling with coming out what a nervous nelly about coming out yeah and it's just funny because um Charlie is I I said this last season he's such um and like a a, a code he's so codependent so codependent he never really and it's like you slowly he never start, gets angry but you it's because and and Nick is starting to realize oh I really don't know him because right. he doesn't want to share anything that I might be like, ew, that's too much for me. Right. He's hiding who he really is. And that's hiding his pain manifesting by him having an eating disorder and becoming anorexic. Yeah. And that's like some deep, dark shit. And I, and that's a big plot thread this season. And I will just say the acting is so good. And 
The only thing that's not realistic is is that they don't have sex that ever. Not fucking. It's just like, like that's you've got to be real. kidding me. When he's like, like I'm you've not gotta ready be for kidding the sex me. part yet. And you're like, that's not real. We could still it's we could still do real. kissing. I was like, what planet is this? Yeah, no, you're gonna. I can understand like not wanting to put it in your butt, but you're gonna be sucking dick and you're gonna be but jerking I mean, off and you're coming. gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna be taste a peepee. Like, come you're on. gonna want to touch. The you're gonna be busting a nut. And there's no way when they go on that vacation and they have to share a room with three other people. Like that they're not going to get naked and touch each other's wieners? Or that their friends are going to be like, you two sleep in this bed together. Ridiculous. Like, what? Ridiculous. So ridiculous. It, this is It's so clearly written by a non-gay person. Yeah. You know? Because like in no way would Isaac and Tao ever be like, oh, we're, we're going to force you two to sleep separately. Yeah. Even though we're the only two that know your secret boyfriends. Yeah. And all, like no sex. Like not. Yeah. You like not even like, off. can you I lick your butthole? Just jerk each Nothing? other. Just to jerk each other off for Christ's sake. Uh, like I'm watching, I'm watching a storyline about a hickey. Like, is this family ties? Like, yeah. Yeah. is this, who's the boss? What are we doing? Yeah. They need, but, but, but at the same time, that's it's it's the PG version of it, so we have to be like, okay, of course, it's the PG version. Uh, it's wonderful. I'm so thankful. But for But gays show. don't show live in a, a PG thing. world, and that's the truth. No, and it's really weird. I found myself more like honestly, like Nick. I was like at the at one point, I'm standing up, just like just fucking come out, dude. Oh my god, it's not that hard. Uh, says the guy that came out at 23. <laughs> I was going to say, it is hard when you're, if you were in high school, No, I it's know. Hard. I'm just old and removed. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm old and removed. <clears throat> and just, but when you're seeing a character like, because it's a show and it's edited, in secession, just be like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm like, ah! At least my I can't was like drawn out over time. But at least there were people that had sex and that is the gay teachers. Yum. The gay, we're, we, we're here for both of them, but we're really here for the one with the beard. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw Hot. either of them out of bed. I wouldn't throw either in the bed. But the one with his stern, like, oh, with his, I kind of want to know what your body's doing under you there. You know, he's all that pent up stress and anxiety. Oh yeah. You know, he's fucking jackhammering you home. Yes, with his muscular build. Oh. Anyway, um, that's that's hot. hot. You know what though? You know who I found my like? I was the most into Tao and L. Tao and L. Well, also because he finally got I like his that. haircut. Yay! Girl, girl, that fucking awful haircut is gone. I finally was shocked at what a difference it made. Oh my god, he's what so hot. A difference it made on him. Yeah, you cut those stupid little peaky pubic cues off that boy's head. So handsome. He became he became so hot. He's over eighteen, right? Yeah, I think okay, so. All right. Yeah, I think I understand them all to be actors in their mid twenties. Um, that one is very sweet. I also loved how they just like that whole thing of like trying because it must be very, it just it must be very difficult of like not only were you friends but you were friends before the right. transition transition. So that has yeah. to be very hard, especially because yes. a lot of, of being like you knew me when I wasn't who I really was. Right. Um, and so she has so many hangups that she's kind of like, I'm just leaving it. Like you need to figure your shit out. But he's so, so fucked up over his dad dying that he doesn't want to be left alone that he ends up becoming also very codependent and clingy and doesn't, and gets really jealous. So they also have very realistic things, but it was so sweet when they yeah. finally started kissing. You're like, yay! I know. I was so happy. I really was so invested in there. 
And I called it, I clocked it from last season about Isaac. I was like, about Isaac being ace. I was like, he's ace. He is a hundred percent ace. And then finally, when those things were coming, it was like, nope. And I, um, and I just felt so bad for him because he seemed so confused of not yes, knowing what and it was. Pain. And then you just yeah. saw like when someone was like, oh, I'm asexual and aromantic. And then he had the little, where everyone else would get the hearts. The leaves. Then he got the little animations. The of like, flutter. Oh, that's yeah. what I am. The emotional flutter. Yeah. That's what I am. And you're like, Joy oh, from self-discovery, so from identity. Yeah. That must be, I just feel that must be just so, that must be such I mean, a just hard like, thing. Because every- everywhere around you it's, it's everywhere just... around you because it's one thing where you're like oh everybody wants me to date the opposite sex but even if you're not then everyone's like just you should date. be dating somebody you should be falling in love with someone you should be having sex with someone and if you don't dating feel is so any of central that, to yeah. you must feel so isolated and yeah. uh and they really i think they really like told that story very well very well yeah it's fantastic and then of course our cliffhanger is charlie sending i love you to nick over Insta, and does he hit send or not? I'm going to guess he does. Yeah, it's a very anticlimactic ending because I think they've already guaranteed season uh, three. three, so they don't have to worry about like, oh, yeah. we're going to wrap know, my, everything up or put a really crazy cliffhanger. And you know, my husband, good Jeff, does not read the comic books. We know this. I don't read the comic He has read... Oh, he's read he up. Ha- oh, I haven't. He has, I'm no, he does not, not read reading comic books. He has read all four volumes of Heartstopper. I'm purposely so, not reading them because I want to be surprised at the show. I was like, I have a theory that Charlie is in deep resentment for Nick. He's like, no, Charlie just has an eating disorder. I was like, oh, he does? Oh, my God. And he's like, yeah. And then at the end, I was like, oh, my God, do you think he's going to send I love you? And Jeff's like, volume three is pretty much all about them saying I love you like way too much. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> I still hold that every time Olivia Coleman is on screen, she has no idea what show it is. What do you mean? I just feel like she's like, I'm so overbooked. What is this? <laughs> I think she's great. She's great in everything. <laughs> Who am I to this boy? And then she's like, shut up, scrawl. And she like starts cutting off Nick's finger. And they're like, stop. Like, no. She's like, oh, no, I thought no, it was in Secret Invasion. Oh, no. Kid Connor, his career is ruined. Um, he's going to be super big. I mean, his already, he's jacking himself up. I'm like, he's ready oh. for stardom. Well, if he isn't Hulkling, I mean, what are we doing? I know. Right. There was another gay movie that came out also based off of like a best-selling novel, which I read. <clears throat> oh, you did? Called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Should we do like a loved it, hated it? One, two, three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> I felt it had it. it had the chemistry. <laughs> yeah. But I felt that um, the plotting of it just was really all over the place. And yeah. I felt they were sometimes they were like, no, we, let's talk about, oh, we really need to win Texas for this. I'm like, nobody cares yeah. about any of that. Get oh well, I have a to, story that get back to, to the relationship. <laughs> sure. And as someone um, who read the book, they cut out so many relationship things to talk oh, about all the presidents and politics. The politics things, stuff. Where I was just like, eh, <laughs> eh. well, I will tell you this: 
I cried during this movie. I cried a lot at the end. Oh, shit. Do you know shit. what I cried? What did you cry? Do you know what I cried the most at? What? When he entered his, when he fucked him and entered his butt for the first time? No, I started like, his. I started like sniffling a lot. And my husband was like, oh my God, are you crying? I was like, a lot. And he's like, are you crying because Texas just went blue? And oh, like, yes. how dare you? That was the thing, your favorite part. It was the part I hated. <laughs> that was the part that made me so, I was like, Texas. no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I was crying over their relationship. Those two actors, what are their names? Um, Taylor Zakar Perez, I want to say. And Nicholas Galitzine. I mean, gorgeous. I will say this. I could watch them have sex. I will. This is. I will say this. It is, but and I know I can't complain because it's like Gossip Girl does it. Every high school show does it, but they're supposed to be nineteen years old, and they look like they're. Oh, fucking, they look way too old. They look like they're yeah. twenty nine years old. Yeah, um, and that's. I will stop complaining about that now because they are too, especially. Taylor Zakar Perez. They are gorgeous. They're, they're so And hot. they have a lot of sex and in they, this movie. Yeah, they literally and that's why I loved it. The Ooh. face as his dick goes inside of him. And Do you I know like, how many straight people are like, I had no idea that gay guys can do it missionary. <laughs> <laughs> you just get to get the legs up. You need to put a pillow under your butt. Oh my God. The holes are like all generally in the same place, people. Yeah. I will say it was a tough watch. Can you guess why it was a tough watch for me? No. Well, did you watch it with your partner? Yes. So did I. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Hated it. He tore it apart the entire time. The whole time. This was he like the it. most, this is what I like. It's an Amazon original movie. So I went in with those expectations. Yeah, exactly. Like, this I, to but me I was watched like BLs. elevated. I'm, I watched gay soap operas. Yeah, I'm this not. Is like a Hulu movie. He was just like the writing in this. I'm like, shut up. I was like, what are you oh, expecting? Oh, shut up. But I a will giant say, yeah. cake fell on them in the beginning. What's not to love? The he, but he felt, which I disagreed with. He felt, he's like, I don't think they have chemistry. And I'm like, oh, I think <gasps> they have a lot of chemistry. I sorely I disagree. But I will say for me, there was a lot more leading up to the cake and I felt they could have, I think they could have had a little more of them hating each other. Yeah. I think I wanted to get to it. See, but I, like, I'm an enemies to lover. I love an enemies to lover. I know. I, I want a little more hate. So you really earn that liking. Each yeah. Other. There is a difference between earning. This is an interesting cinematic conversation. Yeah. Can, are you ready to okay. take this journey with me? <laughs> yeah. There is a difference between earning and prolonging the inevitable like you do you know this is a rom-com but for some reason you know in all rom-coms are going to wind up together but for some reason like it does feel earned and not just oh just get to it already yeah which i I like but which was great here and this is my the other thing that i did have a problem with is that he was very good at the intimacy scenes and the sex scenes yeah, but not the love. He was like, like there was a moment, and this is someone as someone who watches K dramas, someone who watches Ty BLs, they get all of those tropes. When they get pushed, when they they, they think there might be an attack at the hospital, he they get pushed into they get the closet. the closet, and it's just filmed. The camera's just laying there. It's like no, you linger. This is the first time they're face to face close. Yes, linger yes. on it. Show no that both of, show that both of them hate each other, but are like because that's the thing with enemies to lovers. The whole thing that's hot is when they're like, 
I hate I'm you, mad. but fuck, you're really hot. I'm mad. I'm getting a boner. Like because, I'm so mad. Because that I'm in so the hard book, right it's ch- it, you're you're hearing what's in their head of like, oh my yeah. god, he's so hot. I need to see that, and I that that was not me there that they didn't have that. But then when they got to the sex scenes and everything, then I'm like, woo, Ooh, there it Woo-hoo! is, yeah. Oh. His, I will say, like when the movie started, I thought Alex's acting in the beginning was really bad. Like how they focus on the American president's son. I was like, ooh, this is going to be bad. But he got a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, they are just two breathtakingly gorgeous. Just breathtakingly gorgeous. Men. And a lot of sex, not like Heartstopper, like a lot of sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where Heartstopper like, really was like, hot. eh. They're just like, no, put it in me. The first day he suck your swallows cock. his dick whole. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the British one. Oh, I love that proper, line where the, he was like, oh, I thought my name. He's like, I thought blah, 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 blah was a mouthful. And he's like, it is. You are. Oh. 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 That was such a good line. There were so many good moments in this movie. I loved with how they showed the relationship, the friendship at the time progress with them texting each other and then them cutting to as if they were having that text conversation in person. Mm -hmm. So like they filmed the actors in the bed together chatting, but it was just a text conversation. But when they came out of that, like fantastical representation of their conversation, you found out that they had evolved into talking on the phone. Mm -hmm. So when you went back to reality, they were no, and the time slip happened, they were no longer texting. They were talking on the phone. I thought that was brilliant. I mean, I thought, brilliant is going a little far, but I just thought it was very clever. <laughs> I thought when they had that moment on the dance floor when everyone got low and they were the it was the West Side Story standing. moment. I Gorgeous. wanted more of that. I wanted more moment. of that. That's there were the there were a few cute moments. There definitely could have been more, yeah. for sure, of that like fun. Whimsical. But there's going to be a lot more because this is the number one movie on Amazon right now. Oh hell yeah! There are you it's know like how many the number gr- one movie of all time. I'm going to tell you right now. Because not only do you, not only do gays like this, do you know who else fucking likes this shit? Women. Women. Do you know how many women are like diddling their clits to this for the first time, being like, "Oh, I don't need to see a woman being objectified. I can just watch two hot guys fuck each other and not think about any of that shit." But they still have like meet cutes uh-huh. and like empathy. Welcome, and, yeah. welcome to the world of BL, bitch. <laughs> welcome. May I recommend Heartstopper? You will not be able to finger yourself. No, however. that you can't. No, no. Uh, but I'll give you some uh, uh, Asian BLs that you will watch some Ken Porsche and you can finger yourself to that. Over and over. Ugh. They have a new movie coming out very soon. They do? But it's not gay. Oh, the I don't care. I know, right? I'm probably not going to give a shit either. I don't care because I've moved on to the boys from red, white and Royal blue. I really have. I want a whole franchise. I want red, white and Rio. I want red, white in space. No, I I think the sequel is them adopting a baby and it's called like red, white and baby blue. No, that's the one thing I, Oh, that's really clever. I was going to say brilliant. I don't ever want them to have a baby. Or, or no, they, they then go um, and decide to work at Vogue with Miranda Priestley. It's called Red, White, and Cerulean Blue. <gasps> I, Cerulean, what a monologue. I I have another gay thing I wanted to sl- f- slip on you. I almost said force on okay. you. That's horrible. 
So before I was saying like there's earning and then there's just like get to it, get to it, prolonging the inevitable. This this movie that I watched last night, it is an example of the latter. Latter. Okay. It does involve, in fact, it centers around a gay couple with a kid. What's it called? They're staying in a cabin, and then all of a sudden, there's a knock. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you going to M. Night Shyamalan me right now? How about that for a twist, bitch? Oh, Jesus. Okay. You watched Knock on a Door. I refuse. Knock at the cabin. Knock at the cabin. I refuse to watch it. Could we do one, two, three, loved it, hated it? Well, I did. Okay, but I didn't watch it. So I'm all right. All right, I'll I'll do it. I'll still say hated it. Okay. Okay. One, (laughs) two, three, hated Hated it. it. Oh, yay. Girl, Girl, (laughs) like, I, you know, like when you would do an improv scene and you would be like, that felt flat because we didn't heighten it. Like, we just kind of did the same shit over and over. That's this movie. This movie, first of all, I guessed from it. It looked like you had. It was like a gay couple with a daughter, and then they're like, "Hey, if you don't kill one of you, don't kill somebody in this family. The world's gonna end, right?" Right, right. Stupid. It's four. It's four people who show up with a message of the apocalypse. Guess who they wind up being? The horsemen of the apocalypse. Right, which you see coming a mile away. And then that's the big thing at the end. It's like, they're the four horsemen. You're like, no shit. I knew that at the fucking trailer where there were four people who were like, there's going to be an apocalypse. Well, don't they get killed too? So that's the repeat. That's like the flat repeat. So this, this, this whole thing is that they have to sacrifice one of them or it will be the apocalypse. But you have to watch in like 20 minutes of them being like, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And then one of the horsemen is like, well, I got to sacrifice myself. They sacrifice, they they get killed. And then some disaster befells humanity on the news. So you're watching that happen over and over in 20 minute increments. It's like, okay, horsemen one died. They turned on the news. There's the plague. Horsemen, no, you're still not going to do it. And you're going to yell about it for another 20 minutes. Here comes horsemen two, dead. Turn on the news. Uh, another tragedy. No, you're still not going to do it for another 20 fucking minutes. Here comes horsemen. They go through all four horsemen where it's just 20 minute pods of the, the gay couple being like, we're not listening to you. We're going to try to escape. Do you Badly. know how the book, I, I, how, do you know how the book ends? No, I didn't even know there was a book. Yeah, it's based off a book. I read oh. it on Wikipedia because I was like, what is this garbage? Um, the book ends where the daughter accidentally gets shot and dies. And then they're like, oh, and then they're like, sorry, does that happen in the movie? No. And then she dies. And then they're like, well, that doesn't count. And then they decide, well, now that our daughter's dead, we don't care. And so I'll kill you. And then you can kill yourself. Can you imagine reading a book and that's the end? Oh my god! Can they? I can't with. Do they? Well, what with, happens? Let's spoil this horrible movie. Do, so Jonathan Groff, who got a concussion in the beginning from falling down, of course, classic Groff. Um, he he's like, oh god! Once when that second when the first horseman was like getting chopped up, I saw a figure in the mirror, and you're like, okay, like who's that supposed to be? Jesus. And he's like, I, I, I'm going to kill myself. That figure, I think it means something. You're like, what the fuck are you even talking? And then, of course, it's like two hours of his partner being like, you have a concussion. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. I'm like, this whole movie is just one gay dude being like, no, we need to advance the plot. No, we need to develop this character. No. 
So what ended up being it? Did he kill himself? And that was the sacrifice? And then they, no, they kill, like, J- Graf convinces the partner to kill himself by sharing a vision he had. Because the whole thing is like the four horsemen. They're like, we're just people who had these visions. He has a vision of his partner and the daughter. The daughter's all grown up and she's successful and she's taking like the older version of the gay guy out to um, dinner. And they're like super happy. He's like, you and her are going to have the best life together. So shoot me in the chest. And he's like, okay. I'm like, I would have done the same thing. Are all the horsemen dead at that point? All the horsemen are dead at that point. Oh, Jesus. And the whole ending is like the apocalypse happens. And it's like, I might care if I didn't have an hour and a half of four characters going, first, this is going to happen. And then I'm going to describe this in detail. And then have I told you about this third thing that's going to, yes, 26 fucking times. And then after hearing about it 26 times, you have to watch it happen. Here, I'm going to reenact of why I couldn't have been in that movie. Pretend to be the horseman and tell me like what I have to do. I'm, I'm just a normal person like you, but I'm here with a message. What? Y- you or your husband, or maybe your daughter, I'm not sure, have to sacrifice, one of you has to sacrifice yourselves, or the apocalypse will happen and you'll be doomed to walk the earth alone forever. What say you? The apocalypse is going to happen? Great. Yep. Bring it. <laughs> Great. Thank Wait, you. does that mean they don't die? Like they won't it means die. They don't. The three of them stay alive. They're the only people to ever live ever again. Oh great! I'm like, oh, and I don't die, like, but everybody um, else dies. Deal. Everyone's gonna leave. Like, like all the food's gonna be left and shit. No, actually, no. Like everything was gonna be like raised, burned, and I'm like, I don't know. Well, I'd, then it I'd sounds like I'll die goods. too. I'd be okay. I think I would die too. Then can I not starve to death? Oh, I'm invincible. Fantastic. Do you know what I would love? What? To go down as the man who destroyed man. I would, I'd wear that. Yeah. And then when I die and go to heaven or whatever, they'll be like, why didn't you? And I'll be like, yeah, you fucked that up, didn't you? That was stupid of you. That's on you. (laughs) That's on you, God. (laughs) This is on you. That's on you. Yeah. And another thing, when Jonathan Groff makes the big realization there, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, he's like, oh my God, the guy's last name is Red Redman, Redman, Malice. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. Oh, come and then he's on. Like, and then and then someone else was nurturing and someone else Nature. was guidance. And I'm like, Famine, pestilence. I'm like, bitch, the four horsemen are war, pestilence, famine. I know and you're like, wait a minute, death. his last like, name is about? Gambit. And the X-Men Gambit was death. <laughs> And he, the guy who farted. <laughs> did his death farts. <laughs> oh my God, Apocalypse. that guy's stomach keeps growling. He must be famine. <laughs> oh my God. All right, well. Oh, and they keep doing flashbacks. That, they're like, here's the time we adopted her. Means nothing, has no ramification yeah. whatsoever. Here's the time we got gay bashed in a bar. No 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 a consequence no no tie to the rest of the story i have never seen someone build a 25 year career based on one fucking movie yeah and then just garbage uh i watched for I, I i lost track oh, of the it village. but the the village is okay um I love some the of uh what should we call it um unbreakable's the, fine the servant 
Um, that series was pretty interesting. Oh, I gave up. I gave up too. Then it got. Then it lost its way. But this movie yeah. feels like the the lady in the water. It, knock at the cabin. It's it. like the lady in the water played like a checklist, and so does knock at the cabin. Yeah. Signs. Oh, I hate that shit so much. See, I did not like the village. Oh, I love well, it. I guessed the village right away. So did I. I said car. Um, yeah, well, ugh. and that unbreakable sequel was terrible. What this was the split personality one. That one actually wasn't that bad. That I thought that was garbage too. And that was like, that was when the reveal it was, it was tied to unbreakable. Yeah. I didn't mind that. That was like, Oh, that's clever. And I, I plus it had uh what's her name? Uh, uh, Oh yeah. The delightful Anna Betty Joy. Buckley. Anna Taylor Joy. Oh, I love her and everything. <laughs> All right. Whatever. I went Betty Buckley. I went Betty Buckley from Cats and Eight is Enough. All okay. Right. Broadway well, we, sensation. We, I think Betty we talked Buckley. enough about gay stuff. What do you think? I we ended the gay segment on Betty Buckley. I think we're good. Okay. Memories. Well, that was a lot of gay stuff. And that was a lot of X-Men. And it's not gonna end Touch there because we're gonna keep on being gay and so X-Men are gonna keep on coming out with more comics. And and you know what happens? I'm sorry, I was just singing Broadway. Betty you know Buckley's why I cats do that? memories. Yeah. Why? You know why I do that? Because I read comic books. Oh, oh no, and what happened? Well, um, if you it turns out if it turns out, if you oh. read comic books, yeah, well then that makes you queer, queer. and a Betty Buckley fan. Bye. Actually, could we go 20 more minutes and just talk more about Betty Buckley? Um, I did just watch a whole thing of her talking about Carrie. Ooh, she's the guidance counselor. But not. Let's just go. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.